For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. 2024 NFL Combine, Joe DeLeon, Ryan Roberts here with the Believe Network and the first team talking about the biggest winners or not winners just standouts i hate using that word by the way the biggest standouts that we thought um, why, why do you hate the winners terminology i just I, uh, nobody's winning the week we already knew okay. who's going to be a good athlete or not but the guys who we thought that stood out the most from day two of the drills which ends up being cornerbacks the tight ends and the safeties i want to start us off here with the cornerbacks yeah ryan yeah. um we have to talk about quinion mitchell who runs a four three three and at six foot 195 pounds the rest of his testing numbers 38 inch vertical 10 foot two inch broad do you know he had 20 reps on the bench 20 reps on the bench is what he am i surprised am i surprised i'm not surprised about that number i mean you thought he was 20 reps on the bench strong i mean if you would have told me 18 to 20 i would have been like turn yourself a little bit cool all right man stop yelling at me (laughs) all right are we having oh we're having a conversation conversation. oh good where where am i starting up again you just made on mitchell I mean, if you would have told me it was 18 to 20 reps, I would have believed you. I mean, I, I think one of the best parts of his game is the physicality and the strength profile that he brings. You know, playing he didn't play a ton of press at Toledo, but he obviously is very willing in the run game, and he's very physical down the field on the stem and being able to work out of out of his pedal. So, it, I mean, it's a, great, it's a great number. It really is. But I, I would say this is that it's the exclamation point to mm-hmm. what his draft process has been. You know, his 2023 film was fantastic. He went down the Mobile – killed it was the best player probably arguably at the senior bowl and then he came to the combine and he checked every athletic box that you needed him to check right i think it's the exclamation point for me that really sums up the way that he's performed sure not only this weekend but as you talked about the senior bowl guy feels like a top 20 pick at this point and i feel very confident in saying that he is going to project to be a really good uh, outside corner in the NFL. I want to bring up somebody who's gotten uh, some recognition I've seen from just general Twitter buzz, but Max Melton, yes. the Rutgers uh, cornerback, 5'11", 187 pounds. He runs a 4'39", which is a great number. I believe his brother was close to that. His brother ran 4'36", I believe. Okay, his so brother was fast. Fa- fast family coming <laughs> yeah. out of Rutgers. Yeah. 40 and a half inch vertical and then yep. 11 foot 4 inches on the broad. So yes. this is a this is a crazy athlete. One who, because there's so many good, top, talented corners, yep. doesn't get talked about a lot. No. But day two feels pretty good for a guy like this, maybe in the slot. Yeah, he... Um one, you're super biased because we're talking about a New Jersey guy. I mean, first and foremost, but well, I'm going to be really biased in a second with the guy I'm going to bring <laughs> oh, up no, after this. Right. You know who I'm going right. to bring up. Uh, but yeah, if you see Max Melton, I actually had. I remember we talked about this. I had a fourth round grade on him before this past season. I oh. actually haven't gone back and regraded the 2023 film, so I'm not sure what his final grade will be. But he is that inside outside corner that 
although he's played majority of the reps on the outside for the Scarlet Knights, like he's a guy that the short area explosiveness clearly he can play on the inside, but also he can play outside because his his as far as his length, I think he was right around thirty two inches, I believe was his arm length. Mm-hmm. Like he's got the necessary length, the requisite you know just size profile as well to say play outside, but then also he has that long speed, so he can play outside, he can play inside. He is where the NFL is going. The interchangeableness of being able to play outside and in, follow different body types from outside to inside of the slot. That's what Max Melton brings, and I think that he he could play. He he very well could be a top hundred pick when all said and done. Speaking of bias, there's another guy I'm going to bring up after this. Um, <laughs> Rhode Island guy? We got no, Rhode not Island a Rhode guy, Island guy. Okay. A guy who I was trolling you a little bit yesterday because he tested so well, and I've I've brought him up a million times. I'm talking about Daquan Hardy. I think, I, I think you're going to throw Kamari Lasseter in here somehow, but okay. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He only did the short, <laughs> sh- short area stuff. So like, or not, or the the, the short Three agility cone. stuff. So like, yeah. I'm not going to be able to bring him up. Although, <laughs> Although good athlete, like you claim that he's yeah, not. He's not good, um, but, yeah. but to talk specifically about Daquan Hardy, he's only five foot nine. And he's 179 pounds. Only 30 inch arms. Pretty small hands. Eight and a eighth inches on his hands, but. I think for a guy of his size profile yep. on film, yep. I didn't know that this was somebody who was going to be a four three eight athlete. I also didn't expect a forty two and a half inch vertical it's and wild. a ten foot six inch broad. I thought he was a good athlete, but this yeah. puts him really in that elite category, albeit on the smaller side. Sure, he is very explosive. He accelerates really quickly. I think on day three, and I, I'd argue that. He's getting like seventh round buzz right now. I'd take him somewhere in the fifth round for a guy who is going to feast in the slot and would probably be pretty good on special teams because you know he's going to get downfield pretty quickly. Well, I think we're going to start seeing the valuation of the nickel position to start yeah. to rise, and I think we already are seeing it. I mean, even Devin Witherspoon, who was a top ten pick last year, was ended up playing the majority of the reps inside in the slot for Seattle this year. So he wasn't drafted to be the nickel in Seattle, but he was a player that versatility wise was. That's where he fit, obviously, as a rookie. So I have not watched Daquan Hardy. I have not watched his film. Okay. I haven't done it. I had to bring him up. I but had to bring him up. The numbers, and this is why this process is important for, for two sides of it. For you, you just said that you didn't think that he was going to be that type of athlete. So make sure you stick to your guns on the evaluation. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> stick to your guns. And two, for a guy like me who has not watched Daquan super in depth, other than just watching broadcast at times. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and watch the film because those athletic test numbers are historical, even at a smaller size. A guy who we've seen play on the broadcast angle a ton, yes. us being uh, you cover Notre Dame, Notre Dame fan, Cam yep. Hart, six foot three, 202 pounds, big, big frame, 33-inch arms. Mm-hmm. He ends up running a 4.5, which is a good number for him, 39-and-a-half-inch yep. vertical, 10-10 on the broad, 7-1-2, three-cone, 4-2-4 on the 20-yard uh, shuttle. Which isn't bad, yeah. I think for him, we just saw a general smoothness in the drills. He was one one of those guys whose numbers are strong, yep. but the drills is where he really flourished. I keep comparing him to James Bradbury, but uh, he is similar to Quinion Mitchell, just keeps checking all the boxes and keeps moving his way up. I mean, the big thing about this week was always going to be medicals for Cam because he's had multiple shoulder injuries. So we're, we're going to be asking ourselves that question as far as, you know, just what is the long-term outlook from just his medical perspective. But athletically... I, I, think, I, I don't think it takes a good scout to watch Notre Dame the past couple years and be like, <laughs> hey, that number five is long, tall, and can run, right? Like, he can do all those things. I'll tell you what, though, Joe, like, 4-5 flat did not shock me at all. I actually had heard that he might be a 4-4 high guy, like 4-4-7, 4-4-8, but, he, you know, he still ran a really good solid time at 4-5 flat. But the other explosive numbers, I expect him to be a good jumper, but, like, 
he was a really good jumper, man. Yeah. Like 10-10 yeah. broad is a great number for a kid his size. And somehow he went from 6-2 and 7 eighths at the Senior Bowl to 6-3 flat. We say that all the time. But Got some clay on his heels. He That's added, a, he added three, and three eighths of an inch to his arm length. Well, okay, the arm length thing, and, and this is a really nuanced conversation. We should have yeah. talked to, to the two guys that we were talking uh, to last night who do the training. Sure. I, that actually, I'm kind of kicking myself that we didn't do this. Um, but there are ways to manipulate your arm length a little oh, bit sure. if you do sure. the proper sure. preparation for it. So you can get that, you know, that quarter of an inch, half an inch, maybe if you can well, really, really stretch it. I mean, he went from 32 and five base to 33 even. That is, that's a well. You're big only th- you're only talking about like a little over a quarter of an inch that you've got to add in there. Like that's if you do it the right way. My whole point is that you can get that rounded up to a good number. Every inch matters, man. <laughs> Talking about the safeties, two guys I want to bring up. One tested really well in a particular category uh, in an unexpected manner. The other one just really looked really good in the drills. Cole Bishop, the Utah overhang safety, six foot two, two oh six, T Rex arms at twenty nine and three quarters of an inch. Two A, they couldn't measure uh, stretch his arms out. I guess. I'm well. Let's in that line. If they did stretch his arms out, I kind of wonder if they're even shorter than that. They look pretty short on film. Not a super long guy, but. I was expecting a 4-6 athlete. I thought that this was going to be uh, a small sub-package linebacker yeah. because he's such a good tackler. He's very instinctive. Uh, he comes downhill very quickly. But, man, he ran a 4-4-5. That came out That's of wild. nowhere. 39-inch vert and then 10-4 on the broad. I, this is one of those guys where you like the film. Yeah. And, again, we come to the combine. We're not going to immediately throw out the film and, and be like, this guy gets moved up <laughs> to the top guy at his sure. position. but. I like the film. I had paused about the athleticism. And now that pause about the athleticism kind of doesn't get thrown away, but I'm a little bit less hung up on it. And I actually right. feel a little more confident in my evaluation of him that he could be uh, a quality safety depending on what his role is. He's going to be a fascinating evaluation because I would have guessed he was a four five eight to four six two type of kid. But I did like the short area stuff. I thought he was a pretty explosive player in space, and I thought he was an explosive player as a tackler. But obviously the... Athleticism he showed here was uh, definitely up a notch in terms of his, you know, his long speed. He plays a position that doesn't really matter in the NFL anymore. It doesn't really matter. But a four-four-five kid at six-two, two hundred ten plus pounds, you got to find a role for that, right? In some capacity, right? That's the so, point. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Duggar is a maybe a similar profile, like those yeah. types of guys. Jeremy yeah. Chin, like they they kind of fit a similar role, right? That that star backer type of a role that that has kind of been carved out normally you kind of look for more lanky guys like Marte Mapu somebody who it, who has the better length it's just so weird that Bishop's arms are so short right like that's I the, know, that's, that's the, the only thing like, oh, like, he's not a pass rusher okay he's know, a he's, he's gonna, a safety he's still gonna be playing out in space a yeah. ton, though where like length does matter I mean four four five obviously maybe helps to overcompensate for that a little bit but like I mean it shows up on film a lot of times where he's you know, the ball's coming in and he's extended and it's like, oh man, he ain't, he's not anywhere near that football. So the, the arm length thing, that's one where kind of confirms where, right. yeah, didn't really think that was going to be a great number. <laughs> Cam Kitchen, speaking of not having a great number, oh yeah, wh- where did this come from that he runs a 4.65? This is tied for the slowest time for the safeties, was not expecting that. 
Five foot 11, 203, 31 and a quarter inch arms, but his re- the rest of his testing numbers, 35 inch vertical, yeah. nine two on the broad, not like a great number. No. He though- it's actually a bad number. Yeah, that's it's actually not, a bad number. Uh, yeah. He though is somebody who like, I feel not that worried about because yeah. you watched him during the drills and he was just super smooth. You watched uh-huh. the ball skills, the way that he went up and high pointed the football. I'm not worried about the numbers. I feel like right. I'm bringing him up more so just to kind of contextualize yeah. why it's not that big of a deal. Well, I- Look, man, the combine matters. Verify measurables matter. But I would say this, I mean, quite simply, Joe, like, did you ever watch Cam Kitchen's film and be like, athleticism's a concern? Like, I no, never have no. once watched that. His range on the back end is tremendous. I mean, whether you're watching the Louisville game this past year or, I mean, he, he's had 11 interceptions over the last two years, and most of them are him playing center field free safety and ranging over to the sideline. So when we're talking about a gifted athlete on the field, that's what Cam Kitchens is. So at some point you have to say, hey, I know that those numbers aren't great to verify this info, mm. but if you went back and watched the film again, which is what I'm going to do, next couple of days, I'm going to go back and watch Cam to make sure that my eyes are seeing what my eyes saw originally, then you kind of just throw it out and you have to trust that maybe he's just a bad tester, which some, some guys are. Yeah, it's not it's not always the end of the world if these yeah. these guys don't test super well. We just did, we just did this with Kyle Hamilton uh, two years ago, right? Yeah, okay, but there's a different... Th- I, I was going to bring up Kyle Hamilton, and then I'm like, well, he's six foot four, and I he's... Would say, I would say this, though. Justin Simmons is one of the best free safeties in the NFL. He ran 4.62 as well, right? Like, there's context. Some guys, proactive, loose hips, getting to spots quickly, it outweighs just pure, raw, Mm. straight line speed. So there's context to everything. Uh, Two tight ends I want to bring up before we close out here. Theo Johnson. Never the tight end from Penn State. Yeah, very no. funny. Uh, wait, he, oh, wait, wait, who's, um, whose RES team is Theo Johnson on? Yeah, you're just making you that up. I think head, I right? do. Who did I had Jatavian Sanders, right? Man, I think I'm did getting. Okay. I think he did okay. Don't, I, I don't, can, don't. I, can, I don't want to hear it. I kicked it. your butt in that one. Yep. We're not. We're not talking about that right now. <laughs> um, Theo Johnson, the tight end from Penn State, was another yes. guy who's just been stacking events throughout this process. Yep, has a really good Senior Bowl. We started to really see. Once the ball was actually being thrown his way, yeah. the way that he was able to separate and, and play with really quick feet, six foot six, two hundred fifty nine pounds, thirty three inch arms. He has a four five seven, forty yard dash, thirty nine and a half inch vert, ten foot five inch broad, seven one five on the three cone, four one nine on the twenty yard shuttle, which is good. We knew that this was going to be an explosive athlete. Um, I, I just think the biggest thing for me is just seeing him up close and personal. Yep. Looks the part. Like this looks like a starting. NFL tight end. I don't know how productive he'll be, but this feels like a guy who could create some pretty good production in the NFL. For some context on that short shuttle, the 419, that is faster than what Cam Hart ran, who we were just lauding over being a great (laughs) athlete as a corner, right? Oh, God, context. Yeah, context, man. Theo was always a player that, one, Penn State did not use enough when he was on the field. Two, he had some injuries, so durability was a little bit of a question mark. But regardless, man, that kid is a long, good-looking athlete who did have his best season in 2023 and then had a really good senior bowl and then had a really good combine. The It's a super cliche, and it's usually wrong, is that a guy could be a better NFL player than he was in college. It's usually very false. But I think Theo is one of those rare ones that could be a dude where you look back and say, wow, Penn State is just not use him enough, man, because he has a rare athletic traits to work with. Well, so I'll bring this up What's could potentially happen yeah if anyone starts to talk about like who's the sam laporta this year it, it there can be a parallel made 
I, I'm agreeing with you that it's okay. typically false when guys yes. are better in the pros. It's usually not true. I mean, Sam was good in college, though. Sam Laporte was really yeah, good. Yeah, but his, his production wasn't crazy. So, yeah. like... I mean, he had, you know, Cade McNamara throwing him the ball. Right, and right. Uh, who was the other what, bad Iowa quarterback? I can't remember that dude's name. Petrus. Spencer oh Petrus. Oh, my... Okay, don't yeah. even get me started. <laughs> uh, wait, Cade McNamara wasn't, didn't throw the ball to Sam Laporta? He didn't get here oh, until no, he this, past, this year. past year. It was all. Right. It was all. It was all Spencer, Spencer Petrus, baby. All Spencer Petrus. So he he could be a guy who athletically in a system that knows how to better utilize him. The offensive play calling was pretty wonky last year for Penn State. So there is tremendous upside there. Last guy to wrap us up here, um, Ben Sinnott. Yes. This is if we had a, had a superlative for the guy who has just completely outdone every thought and expectation physically, it has to be Ben Sinnott because. I thought that this was like a six-two guy. He comes in at six foot four. I thought that this you was six-two. Like, I didn't think he, he doesn't look super tall on film. We have verified measurables on him, man. Six four. Well, you didn't share them with the me. Season. You're a gatekeeper. Uh, you just, uh, he, yeah. he, he had two hundred fifty <laughs> pounds, thirty-two and three-eighth inch arms. Um, yep. Runs a four-six-eight, which is just gets That's the good. job done on the time. Yep. Forty-inch vert, which is phenomenal. Yes. Ten foot six on the broad. Six eight two three cone, which is a great number, That's wild. and then a four two three. So this is somebody on film. You really see that change of direction ability. Yeah, you see some really good bend. Like this Smooth is a slightly yeah, flexible, yeah. flexible kid. Yep. Um, I, I like Ben Sinnott, man. Ben Sinnott feels like tight end four for me. If if we're really figuring out these rankings uh, after. Jatavian Sanders and Theo Johnson. There may not be a wilder number of that anyone has posted so far, and that even includes Tyler Owens, who did a 12-2 in the broad jump, excuse me. A 40-inch vert for a 250-plus pound tight end. That's bonkers, man. Especially a kid that was a former walk-on at Kansas State. Like He wasn't like a high-level recruiter. Yeah. He wasn't a, a highly regarded athlete. Literally, he was a dude that you looked at and said, you are just going to scrape the barrel, and then he ended up being a great player for them for like yeah. three years. So, yeah, man, it, it was a wild testing day for Ben Sinnott, and in a less-than-stellar tight end class, you need a couple of these guys that can potentially rise a little bit. You want to know some even crazier context. So we've had the defensive line and linebackers are not going to be crazy – freaky on the short area stuff but corners and safeties are supposed to test really well in those drills right yep the third highest three cone drill mm-hmm. the whole week so far is ben Sinnott at 682 he is tied with ryan watts the corner slash safety from texas yeah and kamari lasser of course is oh. the most elite change of direction <laughs> athlete go. at 662 yeah i'm really curious really quickly where does he uh the 20 yard shuttle is not really not really that high but <laughs> Three cone for context. That is an unreal number yes. to put out there for it a guy is. like that. And, th- and that shows flexibility, which is on film, which is the most important yes. thing, right? Yes. I think that four six eight is a good number. You could have told me he was a four seven five guy too, and I would have believed you. Like I don't think he's incredible. Like I don't think his long speed is incredible on film, but he is very smooth in and out of breaks, and he's a good route runner for Kansas State over the last couple of years. So yeah, great day for Ben Sennett to say the least. At Joe DeLeon, at Rise and Draft, at Believe Network, folks. Hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button. Thank you for tuning in. And we're going to be back with more coverage. Probably not till Monday to r- wrap up the last. No, 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 no. We're going to do it tomorrow. We're yeah, going to we'll do, do it tomorrow. tomorrow. We're going to do it tomorrow. What are you talking about, man? Enjoy the week, Let's folks. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.